The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Guys think they're so much smarter than they are. Uh which is just a universal constant, but this is, this is very simple. You don't need to overthink it. The more you overthink it, the less action you're going to take. Dating, yeah. this is a fundamental principle. This is one of Ethan's top 10 tips for today. Throw up the graphic, <laughs> All right? Top 10 tips. We don't have any graphics, but the, the, the top 10 tip is when you're in a season of dating, action is almost always better than inaction. 99 times out of 100. Asking her out, asking the awkward question, making the move, you know, uh, going to see her, chasing her to the terminal at the airport. Like all of these are probably better than boombox than not yet. Yeah, boombox outside the window. Action is almost always better than inaction. Uh, I know it hurts. I'm sorry. I, 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 I... All right, you came to the right place. You ding dong. It's called communication, baby. <laughs> welcome to the crunch the only podcast that can't seem to figure it out after seven years of doing it because of not me it's your boy ethan and i'm pat i'm patrick oh, that was really mean <laughs> oh, oh Coming out swinging, just like first you're bad at podcasting, then your wife doesn't make you cookies in the middle of the show. Look, I I showed up, I showed up to my parents' house, like I do every Thursday night <laughs> to record this podcast. <laughs> your parents' house, bro. And I said, I said, you're really recording the podcast at your parents' house. You were doing the Gwitty. You were doing the Gwitty to see who Tybu is. <laughs> is he really doing the Gwitty at the Holy Sepulchre? Explain to me something. Did you say your name? Yeah. Yeah, I'm Patrick. Okay. And I'm Ethan. I think. And this is Dr. Ethan's Dana Corner. This is we do this podcast every week. Twice on Wednesday. Week. Three times. I have to say, based on the number of questions we have to address today, we have spiked in popularity for this episode. People are dying for advice. It's true. I usually am like, oh, we have just enough questions to get through the episode, but they're coming in. And the more the merrier, because if your question is good, which you you you're not a, you, you don't know if your question is good or not. You're not gonna know until you send it in. You're not gonna know until we'll tell it. you if it's good. We'll tell you if it's don't good worry. or not, and it's probably yeah. fine. It's probably fine. Um, but send it in. And we'll see if it fits into the cadence I'm trying to hit. I'm trying to get one goofy one, a couple of goofy ones, maybe all goofy ones. One couple Mickeys, one, couple minis. One update, you know. We like an update. We have an update today. That's always nice. So, Patrick, I got a question for you. Yes. Let's say someone's listening to this. They've never listened to the podcast before. And they're like, man, I have a question about my dating life that I want to submit to the show. 
because I already trust these guys because of their sort of cloyish, fun, you know, sort of banter. Sure. Um, sure where sure, would sure. someone, where would someone who loves us yeah. go? <laughs> so if you go to bit.ly slash crunch discord, you would find a channel in there called dating corner. And mm. that's where you submit your question. And not only that, even if we don't answer it on the show right away, you will get feedback immediately because, oh boy, people love that channel. There's a they're lot in there every of women. Day. A lot of they're, women ready to give you advice. They're mucho texto. They're like paragraphs, paragraphs of text. In do you think when they're, one. what do they call English class in Mexico? <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> come on do you mean teaching mexicans english or do you mean teaching mexicans spanish no like when they're learning like language and they're reading books and stuff like like english class you know they probably call it spanish class that doesn't seem right or just literature they might not call it that they might have a different education system down there sure why do you ask Mm. I'm just because you said mucho texto yeah. as like a way to describe a paragraph, and I was just imagining, mm-hmm. <laughs> just imagining a Mexican that's English the, teacher. That's the Spanish or I guess word for paragraph, it's mucho texto as opposed. To I guess we could call them texto. Spanish teachers. It's just weird to call someone a Spanish teacher when they're not like showing you videos of puppets like doing verb conjugation. You know, or like, like I can't imagine watch robots, but with the Spanish subtitles on subtitles on. Yeah. <laughs> like I can't imagine a Spanish teacher who's like teaching literature. This is just because I'm from America. You know, it's not there's not there's nothing wrong. There are plenty of very competent Spanish literature teachers in the Mexican continent. Yeah. I don't have any I'm problem sure. with those I know, people. I know many. There's many. I just thought it was funny. That's all. Uh Let's do this. Let's do some questions. You ready? Question? Quiet bed? First, we have an we have an update. We have an update. Oh, I love a good update. I'm gonna time. eat the rest of my cookie while you do the update. This this is our friend who um we said that they're long distance. Do you remember this? No. This is the long distance person who what was it? Mid 20 female Catholic. My boyfriend is long distance. He's better at communicating than me. That one. That was the one. This is the update. We talked before the episode aired. I booked a flight to see him. Oh, this is the one who was like afraid she was being clingy. Remember? Ah, And she said the episode aired. I booked a flight to see him in a month. He's planning another trip to come and see me. So everything turned out fine. I was just overthinking. So um, it's 1,200 kilometers. That means nothing to me. So a two-hour flight between us or 14 hours. We have Europeans riding into the show? Probably Canadian. Probably Canadian. Disgusting, um, dude. If you're European and you're listening to this right now. I think think 1,400 kilometers in Europe is like, I don't think there are 1,400 kilometers in a straight line in Europe. I think you're just in the ocean. If you're listening to this (laughs) and you're European, put out that cigarette right now and go take a long (laughs) walk into a a short pool. Go eat a real breakfast. Go okay. eat a real breakfast full of carbs and sugar. How about you? How about this? How about this? Go to the moon, idiot. You can't. <laughs> you don't even know how, okay? You yeah. can't go to the moon from Europe. Build a nuke, far. coward. You won't. Jeez. 
yeah, this was the, that was the person who she was like, oh, my boyfriend is long distance. I want to see him more, but I think he might think I'm clingy. So she, we were like, just talk to him. And so now they're both going to see each other twice as often. That's great. Great. See it. All right. That is, that is what Here's a non-update question. Um, I'm excited for these. Someone, someone asked, uh, I don't know if we can answer this question because we might reveal something. That that little plot. Do you remember that little plot that I had about this? Okay, the question is about Timothy Gordon's return. I don't return. know what your the what return? The Timothy Gordon's return. I told you about this on the on the pilgrimage. I don't think anybody who would uh, put a, be able to put a stop to that plot is listening to this podcast. I will. So say. I have a plot. <laughs> a while ago, Timothy Gordon guy posted... guy Fox. Guy Fox in 1535. <laughs> Timothy Gordon posted a matchmaking service where he it's free for women and 500 bucks for men. Now, I did have a friend who was a guy who got accepted, but I was not willing to pay $500. <laughs> but I do have a friend who's a woman and got accepted. So I do have an infiltrator in the Timothy Gordon pool. Yeah. And she's I, I, I need to ask her for updates, but... Um, I'm very excited to do a doctorate in dating corner with our special friend. Um, that sounds, it's going to be electric when that happens. I am so, I'm so excited. It's, and Tim, if you're listening, um, Mr. Gordon, you can come on the show. Dude, I would love Tim Gordon on the show. You can come on the show and you just, (laughs) I just want to make sure that all the words you say are your own and not your brothers. All right. Um, nice. Thanks. So anyway, I'm 24. Was that mean? That wasn't mean. So I'm 24 and I recently moved to a new area and met a guy at church through mutual friends. He's a few years older, just got out of the army, has a farm. Nice. Wow. As if I wanted to come by and play with the new piglets. Holy cow. That's great. That's great. I can't imagine what this question is because the answer is just the answer is Miriam. Miriam. Um, I... I said yes, thinking he just wanted a Catholic friend in the area. <laughs> when I got stupid. there, he made me quick tour of the farm and then asked if I wanted to watch Stranger Things. He said yes. Mm. He ended up putting his arm around me after the <gasps> first episode and then tried to kiss me. I pulled back, told him I'd rather not do that. He got pretty embarrassed. Told me it's been a really long time since he's had a girlfriend. I wasn't sure how to respond. <laughs> I was slightly interested in him, but didn't want to kiss him since we didn't know each other. When I left, I apologized to him for making things awkward, tried to clarify whether or not he was interested in dating for, with dating me. He didn't give a straightforward answer. Dude. Dude. <laughs> also, girl. <laughs> girl. Everyone. Why are you asking him? He should. You what should is... know. He tried to kiss oh. me. I can't tell if he's interested in me or not. Oh, oh that's funny. Oh. What's the question? What does she want to know? I know, right? I'm, 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 I'm. I clarified that putting his arm around me was totally fine, and I am interested in him. I just wasn't ready to kiss him. Tried to make sure he knew I wasn't weirded out. Didn't want him to feel bad. He ended up by saying, yeah, we can go apple picking sometime. (laughs) (laughs) I said, yeah, I'd love that. The sad Chad Farmer. I'm so glad that I'm married and done. (laughs) This hurts me physically. You know, no, this is even where he said, well, maybe we can go apple picking sometime. And I said, yeah, I'd love that. 
But then I texted him a few days later and he didn't respond. That was a week ago. The only text oh. I've gotten from him was a few days ago when he asked me if there's any young adult events going on this week at church. I haven't seen him in person. He only sent me that one text. I'm pretty confused because I feel like I made it obvious I'm interested in at least going on a date with him. I feel like there's some red flags going on because he kind of ghosted me after I said I didn't want to kiss him the first time we hang out. Thoughts? Nah. Dang. Okay. First of all, lady. Let's go after the lady first, and then we can hit the man. Ma'am, Christy, a, a man invites you to his farm to look at his piglets, and you think that he's just interested in friendship? Are you insane? I have a, I have a bridge to sell you. Yeah, I got some <laughs> ice for this Eskimo over here. I, I you, There's no piglets little pigs cute little pigs on a farm with an army and you thought it was just for fun man you're wrong and then he invited you inside to watch it he invited you inside to netflix and chill the universal universally understood and he sat that if he was putting his arm around you you guys were sitting next to each other on the couch and so Oh, if you didn't, what did you think he wanted to do when he, you thought he just, you thought this guy was going to sit in a chair and you were going to sit in a chair in his wood fired stove heated room Mm -hmm. and watch Stranger Things just in separate chairs for an hour and then you were going to leave? Stranger Things is not a casual show either. That's a show you start together. Right. This is, he was saying like, let's watch episode one and like watch the rest of it together. You and me now. And I get the kissing thing, right? You were correct in rejecting him for kissing if you didn't feel comfortable yes. doing that. Mm-hmm. But you walked into a piglet-infested, Netflix-activated energy situation. And uh, I think you should have seen that coming. But for the yeah. guy, when you asked him if he wanted to date you, he should have said yes. Like, that was a big L on his part. Yeah, uh, he he definitely flubbed it. I think he got into his head a little. Too he got much freaked out. He was, thing. yeah, yeah. He, he didn't Look, know what to it's, do. Hey, man, if you're listening, you can send him this. You can send him this. Hey, man, if you're listening, like my my wife and I were dating for several weeks before we kissed, and she rejected me three times. I tried to kiss her three times, got rejected. I didn't get in my own head. Now it's possibly because. I was a maniac at that time in my life. Or it's also probably because we were already dating. So there was like a level of commitment. So I didn't feel like it didn't feel like a full and total rejection. Your lips hadn't reached the fragrancy that they have now. That's probably what it is. I, 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 I've been I've been putting a lot of nard mm. <laughs> in my mouth. Just kind of like Spike brushing my teeth nerd. with nard. Flossing yeah. with nard. It really yes. it really attracts the ladies. It's got some natural pheromones in it. I use, so I highly I use recommend both. that. I use frankincense and myrrh to and gold. Just, you have to you have to be okay with another person's like comfort with physical affection, especially when yeah. it comes to escalation. Because here's the thing about escalating: once you go up, you can't go back down. Like you can't like start kissing and then the relationship go back to we don't kiss anymore. That's weird. Yeah, you know, once you kiss a so person, you're pretty much step. stuck kissing them for the rest of your life. You know, <laughs> this is this is true for like a girlfriend boyfriend situation, but it's also true for like your aunt Fanny, 
who like comes up to you for robots and then you, from robots and she kisses you and you're kissing her until she dies. You are stuck. <laughs> in that. There's no way to go back. It's a universal human constant. Everyone um, understands. Unless the relationship ends, then you're then you're done, obviously. But, yeah. But um, yeah, no. I, so it, it's it it you gotta guy, if you're listening to this, you gotta recognize that guy. that like that some some guys don't understand that some that some people want to kiss after the relationship begins. Some want to kiss before the relationship begins. I'm agnostic on this point. Personally, yeah. all my relationships were kiss after the relationship begins. I know some people that was not the case. I also think that the um, the ghosting thing, that's not real. Like, he's not ghosting you. Dude is just mad embarrassed. Like, he just is freaked uh, out. He's like, he's he feels shy. He's like, oh. He's in his own head. He's like, he's oh, in his own so head. awkward. I got rejected. Oh. And you texted him. Have you, have, do, does anybody call anymore? Do you people call each other? Like, do you FaceTime pick up the, or something? I'm I'm gonna sound like a freaking boomer, but pick up this the phone and call him, like, and leave him a voicemail or send him a voice memo if you're too afraid to call. But like, use your voice power through the phone box and talk to him in yeah. his ear hole and say, "Hey, <laughs> I I I I can understand that you might be embarrassed. I'm still really interested in dating you." I just don't want to move very quickly. If that's okay with you, I'd like to go apple picking sometime and just, and just let him save him from please, the embarrassment. Please, pick it right back up. And then please, please send him this episode. Cause I want, I want, man, I want, listen to me when I tell you this, if you can pick your pride up off the floor mm-hmm. and regain the confidence regain. that you had when you just, when you tried to kiss sir, you will look like such a boss. Like yes. if you can if you can deal with being embarrassed and face someone who rejected you and say I still want to kiss you sometime. Hell yeah. This guy like you will look so cool and then she'll want to kiss you more. Yes. If you do if you keep doing this she ain't never going to kiss you, all right? You're going to be she's never going to be attracted to you. This guy was in That's the army willing to face death for his nation. Wait, really? Yes. Did you not read the question? I didn't, he was I didn't in the, read the question. He was in the army willing to face death for his nation by IED or or machine gun fire and pick himself up off the floor when a, when a smooch attack goes wrong. I, I mean that 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 check that 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 checks out for dudes, man. You can yeah. fight wars, but the war of the heart. The war of why, the heart. Why does why does love mm. always feel like a battlefield? Oh, you know? why? As as the philosopher Und- Jordan Sparks <laughs> under my umbrella, Ella, Ella, a, a. Yeah, that that also came out in the same year, I think. These I think are all a lot songs of songs that they played on the bus to school. A lot of songs <laughs> came out that year, and they haven't gone away. I was in Target the other day, and I heard "This Girl Is on Fire" by Alicia Keys. And I was like, why are we still playing this in Target? I'm just trying to I'm trying to buy a notebook and I gotta be like inspired by the plight of the woman right now. What are we doing? Yes. Anyway, it's crazy. Uh, that girl, girl really was on fire though. She was on fire. This girl in this question, she's on fire too. You're doing great. You're halfway to a real relationship. You just gotta just pick up the phone and call him. Oh, I hate the texting. 
Don't text. I want. I just call. I, I want. I want. The, I want the guy to. I want the guy to. It's. I just want the guy to man up a little bit. Like. Yeah, guy's got to man up. Yeah, I. I get it. I get it. Like you, but you gotta. You gotta set aside. Mm-hmm. What right do you have to mm. never make a mistake? Like, mm-hmm. why do you expect yourself to never do something like that? Do, yeah. do you have such a high opinion of yourself that you believe that you could never yes. make a mistake? Yes. That's what most yeah. guys think. They think that they're immutable. You're not. I'm say I say this to myself. I I feel I feel this I feel this on a deep level, right? Like mm-hmm. oh I said that I must have that must have come off wrong. Like, no, yeah, okay, it must have. That's fine. I'm gonna I'm dumb. I do dumb things often. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every day, and, and, and people should think less of me. Good. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Moving on. Mm. One day this will all end. <laughs> it's fine. Yes. Well, one day we'll all be subsumed into Mother Gaia. <laughs> one day, one in the great day, big bureaucracy will, in the sky, carbon, all of our carbon will be eliminated from the atmosphere, and then we will all be free. Oh man! All right. With regards to the magic question, this one comes from a woman. With regards to the magic question, now the magic question is, of course, are you going to ask me out anytime soon or should I just move on? That's the question for those of you who are keeping score at home is the magic question that we... If if you're uh, a lady and a guy and a guy's not being a man, it's the perfect question that you can ask. Are you going to ask me out anytime soon or shall I just move on? It's the the, the TNT that breaks the log jam and we're giving it it to you for free. It gets them to man up, which is a good thing to do. Yes. Play the man, as St. Paul says. When mm. do you ask it? I understand the point of the questions to bring clarity, so maybe it's hard to know when to ask because you don't yet have the clarity. What do you think, Dr. Ethan? When's the best time to ask it? I think it's situationally based. Um, I think you ask it when you want the guy to ask you out and he hasn't yet, and you're trying to move on. <laughs> I mean, just like take the the text in the question. And if it applies to your situation, that's when you should use it. Yes. If I you, think it's pretty if simple. you feel like you need to use it, use it. It's kind and of like a concealed it, carry weapon. You and know, if you like feel if like it's you need time, to use it, you'll know. <laughs> if you feel like you need to use it, use it. And if you feel like you need to use it on the same guy, the question has been answered. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> indeed. Indeed. Patrick so it's really right just again. a one shot. It's not an ultimatum. Yeah. Ultimatum it's not an ultimatum. Like, if you don't ask me out by the end of the week, oh, we're through. Like that's not that's not how people work. Um, it's just a yes or no question. And you can even make it clear like the answer can be I'm thinking about it. I don't know. And then it's like, OK, thank you. But that's helpful. Yeah. And then at least you're talking to each other. And you've subliminally communicated your message, and he'll feel like freaking Sherlock Holmes. He'll be like, "Hmm, she wanted me to. She wanted to know if I was going to ask her out. So that probably means that she likes me, but maybe she doesn't. You know what? I think she does." And he's telling all his friends, "Going to be like, yeah, I think I figured it out. Based on a couple of things that she said, I think I figured out that she likes me." Guys think they're so much smarter than they are, uh, which. Is it just a universal constant? But this is, this is very simple. You don't need to overthink it. The more you overthink it, the less action you're going to take. Dating, yeah. this is a fundamental principle. This is one of Ethan's top 10 tips for today. Throw up the graphic. 
Bing. right? Top 10 tips. We don't have any graphics. But the, the, the top 10 tip is when you're in a season of dating, action is almost always better than inaction. 99 times out of 100. Asking her out, asking the awkward question, making the move, you know, uh, going to see her, chasing her to the terminal at the airport. Like all of these are probably better than boombox than not yet. Boombox outside the window. Action is almost always better than inaction. There's a few situations where it's not correct, but those are few and far in between. If you're thinking yes. about doing something, you're like, I don't know if this is the right thing to do. Just do it because the reason you don't know if it's the right thing to do or not is because it's scary. It's a scary thing. It's not because it's wrong. There's no sin here. It's just you're scared. And being scared is not a reason to not do something. So yeah. action. It's normal. It happens. You're scared. Whatever. Just, yeah, just do it. Act. Please act. act. Please. Goodness. Save us some trouble. Good news, Ethan. Tell me. Some of our listeners have already started downloading the Gather app. The Gather app that's sponsoring means, this episode of the Crunch Catholic Podcast? Yes, which means statistically speaking, statistically. you are more likely to find someone who shares your taste in podcasts and is probably highly compatible and also very intelligent, good sense of humor, etc. So you should probably go to come gather at dot app. What was it? Come gather dot app now. There you go. Thanks. I almost said dot app dot com, but it's just dot app. It's, it's really just app. come gather dot app. And you can download the app that is sweeping the nation. And by the nation, I mean the audience of the Crunch Catholic podcast. Lots of people have downloaded it. They've shared their feedback with us. Some people are swiping. They're, they're meeting. They're matching. And you could be a part of this. The Gather app is different than a lot of other Catholic dating apps out there. First of all, it's free. Uh, and I, I mean, I can't think of a better selling point. I mean, than that. Just, right. You, I mean, you don't have to pay anything to download it or set up your profile. Just go do that. And know? the best thing about it is that it makes it easy for single Catholics to meet each other. There could be someone in the parish across town that is perfect for you, but you would never know. No you would have no, no clue. Because you're not on the app. Because you're not on the, the comegather.app. And this you're is, not on come we gather. say this, we know this, this, the, this is the advice we give on Dr. Ethan Zane and Corner all the time, right? It's like, you say you're looking for a spouse, right? It's like, all right, look, say you're looking for a spouse. You got it. You got to put in some, if there's an app out there, you got to be on it. You never know. All right. Check the app. It's, if there's, this is a new app. I, I sound like Donald Trump is what's happening. I'm talking like Donald Trump. Do you Just feel that? Do the rest of the energy? do the rest of the ad like Donald. Nope. <laughs> I was like prepared for it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. They say they can't make me. You know, they said, Don, you gotta show up in Georgia. You gotta you gotta you gotta we can't do an arraignment joke in an ad, can we? Sure. I don't think we can do anything. I don't <laughs> we give advice. I just want people to go to come gather that. We, we give this advice on the podcast all the time, all the time. If you want to find your spouse and you're not on the apps, you need to get on the apps. And the best place to start is comegather.app because 80% of users are like daily mass Catholics. It's not like an app full of people who like kind of are church teaching, kind of, you know, you might get a few, swipe them away. Go find the 80% that are daily mass goers. Meet the daily mass Catholics. Find your spouse. This is the place to be. The Gather app is the next big thing in Catholic dating. 
the first big thing was the crunch discord that maybe has run its course, <laughs> but, but I think if you can migrate from the crunch discord, from our little community to a community where you're meeting other people, the mm -hmm. gather app is the best place to do it. Please do it. So go to the come gather.app, download it, make a profile and just try it out. You never know unless you try. Thank you so much to gather the Catholic dating app at comegather.app for sponsoring this episode of the Crunch Catholic Podcast. Get to smooching. To the swell nurse. And oops. That's you. Hold on. Swell nurse and the good doctor. Ooh, yes. That's um, me. I'm the good doctor. I'm the good doctor. You're the nurse. Ooh, this one. Always remember your place. This one is serious. Mm. And I'm excited. Okay. I'm excited, but we got to do a funny one. After. Serious pants right now. All right. So this, here's our question. I'm ready. To the swell nurse and the good doctor, my wife and I have a two-month-old. She's our Aww. first, and we love Yay. her so much. She's Yay. the greatest addition to our family. Lately, Amazing. though, I've been struggling with my feelings of inadequacy as a husband. I've been waking up early to go to work so I can get home early to spend time with my wife and my daughter. My daughter is still so reliant on my wife for, my needs, for her needs that most of our time is spent together is actually both of us spending time with our child, not really each other. We still go on dates, whether in or out of the house, but most of our conversations end up being about our daughter. I'm not upset by any of this, but there's a feeling I can't shake that I should be doing more to pursue my wife. Do the two far more experienced fathers have any advice on how to continue to put effort into your marriage with a newborn in the house who needs constant attention? Dr. Ethan. This is just what it's like to have a kid. You're Sorry. For the first time. <laughs> Welcome to the show. <laughs> <laughs> This is just what it's going to be like for this just, now. This is what it's like now. You're in it. There's nothing and wrong it's not, with you. And it does not last forever. And it's a season. Yeah. Man, listen Two month up. old? Dude, This that baby's still so little. And for the longest time, your daughter's still just going to need her mom. And you can hold her sometimes. It probably is not super helpful. But just trust that your wife still loves you and you still love her, even though the relation your relationship has to adapt. It has to change. It's not going to be the same. It's not the same. So, yeah. So, so be okay with it. It's better. You're gonna learn. You're gonna be wrong. You're gonna be right. You're gonna you're gonna have to try different things. Your work schedule is gonna go this way, that way. You know, your your together time with your wife is gonna look this way, that way. It's a woozy, it's a wazzy, it's a fugazi, it's a fugazi. Fairy dust. It doesn't matter. Like you're gonna, you're just gonna have to live in the in the uncertainty for probably the next year of your life, yeah. and then you'll have another one. And it'll be all over again. But this is this is normal. You're fine. Everything's fine. It's just it's just temporary. There's no have to. The people are like, you gotta date your wife. You gotta pursue. You gotta go on a date at least every two weeks. They're not. They're talking about middle aged people who haven't like Correct. seen each other. In Correct. The daytime like and that's that's what they're talking about and it's it's mm -hmm. true what they're saying but it's not true for everyone and like this is this is i think this is a unique challenge for men perhaps i'm wrong this might be but if you think about like think about the cycle of a woman right it's like they go through i do often. changes i do you have to if you're married yes there's um, there's, a, there's only one way there's only one way 
you, there's right there, there's changes and it's, there's kind of a rhythm and it's not it's not an exact science but there's like this there's, is the rhythm of the night she's, oh, she night. is used she is used to changes oh yeah <laughs> she's the used to changes do you know that song from the 90s this is the yes. rhythm of the mm -hmm. night okay yeah. do you know what I'm trying to make? <laughs> sorry i was i got distracted because you said rhythm and I was going to rhythm. It's <laughs> gone. So like women are used to these changes, right? And I think I, it's men are not. If you look at the cycle of a man, it's a straight line. <laughs> there's that there's that joke that it's like if she seems like she's a different person every day, it's cuz she is. If it seems like he's the same person every day, it's cuz he is, right? It's just bio but chemically you're just the same. And so I think men have a particularly difficult time adapting to newborn faces. They're like I'm like not as productive at work anymore. It's like, yeah, silly pants. It's because you're not sleeping. It was funny. Like my 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 uh, my supervisor, my friend, my friend and supervisor Jacob, at work. He was like, Patrick. He's like the kid. I just want to make sure that like when you have Leo, that like your productivity doesn't go down. I'm like Jacob, it's gonna go down. It's just gonna. You can't. You can't change that. You know, <laughs> it's just it's gonna happen. Um. And like part of that too is like your 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 focus on your marriage is going to go down too, and it's just it's fine. It's a season. It doesn't last forever. Because you go from you go from just being you're there with another person, and like you're both you can both like go to the bathroom on your own, to then it's like you're with a person who has weaponized the ability to go to the bathroom, and now yes. you have to deal with this with this the the nuclear yeah. briefcase sitting in your living now. room. Now forever, I'm back in high school where I have to request usage of the bathroom because it. Yes. My using the bathroom comes with babysitting implications for the other person. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you know. I know now that Peter's crawling, I can't just go into the bathroom and pee standing up because he will, you know, stand up onto the side of the toilet and like reach in and try to grab the stream, and that's not good <laughs> for anybody. I hold, I hold Leo, and he, I have to hold him steady. He'll just lean over and be like. Like try and look look at Pian. He's like, hey. yep. Yeah, he they they really do love the lean and look look down. Uh, anytime you're in one of those situations, um, yeah. but this is great. This is a great time. Lean into it. Don't be afraid. You're normal. Like like a, like a, like a, like my young son looking at my stream. Lean into it. <laughs> Just so look, far. Lean like a cholo into this experience. <laughs> yeah, you're not you're not doing anything wrong. Um, no, there's nothing wrong with you. You're fine. Don't overthink it. Don't overthink it. And if you uh, don't overthink it, don't be afraid to make mistakes. And if you do, it's okay. There's a reason why they don't remember anything before they turn to. It's yes. so you can make plenty of mistakes. Yes. <laughs> um. You got another one? You got another question? Oh, yeah. Quabben. Um, hi, Dr. Ethan and Nurse Patrick. Fair warning. This yeah. is a long one. Now, don't worry. It's not as long as that one that was converted to a TXT file. Discord wouldn't even send it. Yeah, that's uh, crazy. I am in kind of a weird situation. For background, I've been with my now husband for six years. Okay. This is... We've been married for two. Okay. We met at college. A certain college missionary organization was very heavily part of our faith formation over those years. Unsurprisingly, that has led to several of my college friends and acquaintances becoming missionaries. For said organization, Great. which led many people we know asking my husband and I to be on their support teams. 
Yes. We have a very we have a couple of very close friends who are able to support financially in their mission. We cannot afford to support every single person. There's just way too many. Yes. Here's my situation. One year ago, an acquaintance from college is a missionary and asked us to be on our support team. I've had polite conversations with this person while I was in college, but calling us friends would be a stretch. I said no, mainly because we are committed to support other close friends of ours. The second reason we said no is because she used to date my husband before I met her. It was short, nothing serious, never really bothered me, especially since it was so long ago. Despite that, it was pretty weird, in my opinion, for her to ask us for money, considering I don't know her very well and that she dated my husband. I offered to keep her and her mission in my prayers. She is very kind, a great missionary, I'm sure, but I cannot support any further than that. Fast forward to this month. I'm really upset. I'm really worried that it doesn't end there. All right. I received four missed calls over the span of three weeks. I have not been able to answer since it has always been during work and I live in a different time zone. She never left a voicemail or texted me up until yesterday. She asked for a good time to connect with my husband and me, which I think is very safe to assume it would be to ask us again to be on her support team. We found it not only a little annoying that she's reaching out again, but framing it in a way as if it's to connect. But we've not spoken since she graduated years ago, with the exception of the last time she asked us to be on her support team. My husband and I don't want to be caught in a phone call or Zoom where she tells us about what mission she does, just for us to say no again, since I don't feel like any sort of re-explanation from her is necessary. I'm really not trying to be uncharitable, but again, I just find it weird that she keeps reaching out despite our lack of relationship and her former minor relationship with my husband. She hasn't explicitly said she wants us to connect about her mission, but we're obviously not particularly friends for the obvious reasons. So I think she wouldn't keep things so vague if it was something else. My husband is 100% in agreement with me in all of this and also finds the whole situation weird. So my question is, how do we let her down gently while avoiding a meeting? I don't think she's taken any hint. I find it strange that she's reaching out. I want to close the door for her to keep asking us to be on her support team. She's not someone I'm close to. Thanks, Dr. Ruth's Zadie Corner is my favorite part of the crunch. So please be gentle with me. Thank you. <laughs> oh, you you haven't done anything wrong. Just block no. her number. <laughs> I mean, that's the she's cleanest. Never, she's not gonna know. She's not gonna know. That's the cleanest way to do it. If you wanna, if you wanna cut off this hydra at, at the ass, then that's what she'll do. Because you can't cut it off from the head because it'll just spawn more. So you got to cut it off from the back. Um, nobody talks. Is that about how, we did, it? Is that how we did it? Who? Hercules? Yeah. Is that how Hercules did it? In the in the lore, he burns the heads with fire. In the film, he crushes it with a rock. Okay. So you could crush her with a rock. Have you considered you crush her with the block? Ooh, even better, even better. Um, yeah, don't kill this woman. No, um, let her live for now. I like that you said that she had a minor relationship. Like, even as the wife, you're still like, it wasn't that good of a relationship. Like, you're still kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was funny. That's good, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like someone getting a minor in social studies. His woman minored in your husband. Um, and you and you got the whole damn PhD. But you lady. majored, you got a freaking master's yeah, you, degree. You got a freaking master's degree. Now you're the master of his domain, anyway. Um, so enough jibber jabber. Here's what you need to do. Have you tried? And I know you're a fan of the segment, and so you know what I'm going to say. But have you tried to, uh, communicating with this person? <laughs> I think. <laughs> have she you tried? Had. Well, no. But has you have you tried telling her? I'm not interested in talking to you about your mission or about any potential fundraising. 
I'm glad that you're doing what you're doing. We will pray for you. But me and my husband don't have time or interest in catching up with you. Thank you for reaching out. We wish you the best. It's just not in our fabric of life right now. That sounds mean, but that's how the French do it. You know, like they're, they just say what's yeah, on their mind. Saying, saying you have no time or interest in catching up with someone is crazy to do, <laughs> but is it yeah. true? Yeah. Yeah. If it it's true, then just say it. Like mm -hmm. there are some people in my life that are like, they want to like, Hey, would you have time to catch up sometime? I was like, no, I don't have time to catch I up. I don't. I'm sorry. Our friendship and I don't say this to people. I say, no, I don't have time to catch up. I hope you're doing well. I'll see you at whatever thing that I might see them at. You know, I'm not going to see them. Um, but it's like our friendship is not important to me. We don't have a friendship. It's a lower priority. Yeah. It's yeah. I, I have I have too many other things going on. So, yeah, I, I mean, let her down gently. There's not really a way to let someone down gently who's trying to be your friend and you don't want to be their friend. So you really just have to kind of say it. You just have to say, like, I appreciate what you're trying to do. Yeah. I get it. If this is what I think that it is, I'm not interested. Uh, and you I'm not interested to, in any further attempts at this at all. Yeah, You need to add me to your C list instead of your A list because you put me on the A list because you were, I'm a focus, former focus. So right. that you thought that I'd be more open, but that makes it actually harder because everyone else knows that I'm former focus too. Here's here's you the know? thing. Here's the thing. In focus missionary training, they tell they tell you to reach out to every single person and don't say no for anybody. Yes. So this girl has probably just been trained really well, and she's not allowing you to say and no for her. Yes, she's, she's not doing, saying no she's for doing, you. Yeah, yeah, she's she's, doing, she's doing the cold reach outs, and she's not saying no for you, which is good. It's good, it but that good. unfortunately that means that you now have to say no for you. Right. So that could be another thing. It's like, hey, I know you're not supposed to say no for me, but I'm going to make it easy for you. And I'm going to say no for me. Like you yeah, could even I use did. their language back at them and then be like, listen, we don't have the money now. We don't have the money next year. We don't ever have the money to support you. Mm -hmm. And it's just it's harsh. But like when you if you're never going to see her, if you're never going to hang out with her, why beat around the bush? Why do people feel the need to save Women do this a lot. They they're like, oh, but I don't want to. I don't want to. You're never going to see her. You're never going to see her. She's never, you're never going to talk to her again. Until that's part of the deal. That's part of the freaking beatific vision, and then it'll be fine. No one's going to care then. Just don't be like rude. Yeah, don't be mean. You know? Don't be a meanie. Don't be a mean person. You know, yeah, she I takes it poorly. She takes it poorly. That's up right. to her. That's not. That is actually not your responsibility. How she takes it. Your responsibility yeah. is to protect your time from for your family, and uh, you can't be you can't be spending it on Zoom calls with uh, strange women. At this point in your life, you can't afford to do like courtesy Zoom calls where you know she wants you to give, and it's like, yeah, that's just. Yeah. Do we have a? It is. A, it is an unfortunate. I do. Yeah. It is an unfortunate reality in the Catholic world where that friend that you know that like you haven't talked to in a while is like, yeah. Hey. <laughs> hey, it's been really on my heart lately to reach out to you. Has it been? Has it been? I would, I'm I really. Even, I'm on your heart. I would even bro. be fine. 
I would even be fine. Yeah. Like, I know what this is. Just like, be like, hey, I'm a missionary. You know, you get it. You got any extra tithe money in your budget? That's kind of just how I operate. If we like have extra, I'm like, cool. Yeah. 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 I need I, a short I, one. Do we have a short question we do that we can final, final close the episode with? I just with? finished. I got to go help my God, son. Yes. I just finished When God Writes Your Love Story by Eric and Leslie Ludy, which was given to me by a Protestant friend. The authors are a Protestant married couple. This book essentially recommends sitting back and waiting for God to take control of your dating life. It says we shouldn't date around or go looking for a spouse and that God will simply bring that person to your life without any looking on your part. That when we look for someone, we're taking control into our own hands. And we should basically just be friends with someone until God makes it clear they're your future spouse. Wimp. Anyway, this seems very contrary to a lot of the dating advice I hear from Catholics, including Dr. Ethan and Nurse Patrick, who generally advise people to get out there and pursue marriage, ask people on dates, yeah. make your interest known, and even consider moving somewhere. Has anyone else read yeah. this book? Um, I haven't read this book. I don't know about this book. I've never heard of it before. Um, um, it sounds like survivorship bias to me. Yeah, this uh, is more Catholic. Protestant nonsense making its way into the mainstream. It's a weird like Calvinist thing where it's like if you're predestined to get married, then you will get married, you know? Yeah. Like if you're elect and the other person is yeah. elect, then you guys will end up in a tulip farm. I don't know how Calvinism works, but um, the <laughs> the tulip, that was funny. Thank I didn't you. catch it at first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I know what I'm doing. Total depravity, uh, unsomething. Uh, total depravity, unlimited atonement. Uh, no, limited atonement. Total depravity. What's the U? Limited atonement. Undeserved. Uh, 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 irresistibility of the saints. No, preservation of the saints. Irresistible grace. Preservation of the saints. I forget what the U is. The anyway. problem, the problem with the tulip uh, acronym is that the first word is not helpful. Like the, it's to remember the first word. The second word is important. Grace, atonement, you know, right, depravity. Right. Like, yeah, how much depravity? Right. Total depravity. Total, like, right, all of it. Um, so I, I, I mean, I guess they, they probably have good reasons to believe what they said. Like, like Patrick mentioned, there's some element of survivorship bias here. This is probably how they found their spouse. It's the same thing as the Jackie Francois angel. This is the, the Protestant version of the Catholic story, which is like, I prayed the 64 day rosary novena. And then my husband, you know, fell off a jetliner and he parachuted into my front porch. And then we're married now. Like that's he decided to leave seminary. And he just, <laughs> he just, yeah, he decided to leave seminary on a jet ski. And now we're married. And, and is my smoking hot husband. Like that's, insane that yeah that would happen and it's great that that happened to them but that doesn't mean it's going to happen to everybody it's the same thing with the protestant thing it's great that that happened to them that they abandoned themselves to totally to god and they didn't go out and seek after a relationship and one just found its way to them but for most people that's not how it works i think mm -hmm. for most people there's too much like we just talked about this earlier but there's too much inactivity there's too much inaction and so mm -hmm. to say that the remedy for most people is more inaction, I think is bonkers. You should pray more. Yeah. You should abandon yourself to God, but you should not do nothing. That would be insane. God is a primary agent. You are a secondary mm. agent. It would be silly. Yes. It would be silly for you to not let yourself be used by God. Like that's basically yes. what you're saying. You're an, an instrument like in the hands of a man who does not blow into the horn will not make any noise. In the hands you know of an angry that? god. No. Mm. Uh, Yogi Berra. 
Yogo Boro. <laughs> um, the it sound what they what they sound like they're saying. It sounds like they're saying, "Oh, I'm abandoning myself to God's will by not using my own will or acting at all." But what you're doing is you're making God's choice for him. He yeah. has to bring the person to you and make right. it clear to you that they're your person. There's you're you're refusing to act, and it's just that's just it's 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 against it's against it's not abandonment to divine providence. You're already deciding what divine providence is in this situation, right? It's You're silly. forcing divine providence to be your will. Um, yeah, sounds, I wouldn't sounds, like, that sounds like a great. It sounds like a great book. It sounds like a fine at, book. Read the read the spiritual exercises for real Catholic things about discernment of spirits, or yeah. just talk to your local Jesuit. Books books um, like books like that that just prescribe a universal like this is how you must act in your marriage or relationship. I'm 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 hesitant about those if almost like just completely against them because even even with you Patrick, know, i gotta wrap up oh yeah sorry that's okay i i saw you go about to go on like a five minute thing and it's like i don't have time because my wife has been texting that's me why that's why i minute. paused i was like nah it's yeah, worth it thank you. all right cool thank you can we say say something about patreon really fast if you thought this episode was worth a cup of coffee $10 a month on Patreon would be equivalent to if you bought us a cup of coffee for every episode. That's patreon.com slash the crunch. And you get a bunch of bonus content with it and access to exclusive secrets in our discord. Yes. Thanks. Ask us more questions on bit.ly slash crunch discord. We'd be happy to answer your dating questions. Patrick, do you have anything else for the people? Check out, uh, look out for my book coming from Thomas Nelson Press, where I say that not only can you not look for your spouse, you must find one while wearing a chicken suit. Thank you all for listening. Please pray for us. We'll be praying for you. We will see you next week.